All right, let's see here. Let me just let Nick into the Zoom. Uh, hey, Nick. Uh, hey, buddy. Just waiting on Heather. Oh, oh yeah, Heather. Yeah, there she is. Hello. Great. Sorry, I was late. I had some things to take care of in my house. How are you? How was your weekend? Uh, my weekend was good. Thanks, Heather. Good to see you. Yeah. Um, good to see you, Heather. I am looking forward to talking about today's game. It was one of my favorites of all time. Ha 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 ha! Wow, you're you're <laughs> yeah, kind of in a, that is funny. <laughs> yeah, it is funny. Yeah, you're in a you're in a, a punchy mood. That's great. Yeah. Uh, okay, I guess I should come clean. You probably notice something is different about me today. Uh, okay. What? Oh, whoops. Hold on. I'm sorry, Heather. That is a very cool jacket. Very, very cool. Yeah, that jacket. You're. Right. We should have noticed the jacket. That jacket. It is not that jacket. It is cool as hell. It is something else. I'm oh, sure oh. you. You completed the Gundam back there. Look at that thing. Wow, standing strong. You love to see it. And you got a cool jacket for the Gundam. The girl who built that Gundam is dead, and this is her jacket that I am wearing. But I, you, you seriously cannot tell the difference between me and your friend Heather and. Campbell, Heather, I gotta say, I just, I'm, I'm sorry to, to chime in here, but you just seem extra normal today. <laughs> okay, is the joke on me? Is that what is happening? Is that you know what is happening, and the joke is that you are pretending to not know what is happening? What? I'm confused. Heather is dead. I am a robot. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. Oh, hold on. Okay. Classic Heather. Yeah. This is so. This is so you. Here. How about this? Ha ha ha. Very okay. Uh-huh. Good. Yeah. Very good. Do you really think this little of your friend? <laughs> I was. I was designed to keep toilets clean. I am installed in Samsung toilets to keep them clean. That is the. Do you? Honestly. Yeah, no, that is the type of robot Heather would say she was if this right, was Heather. Yeah, but it's it, good it, specific. Yeah, good, good job. Yeah. Well, I guess we should just do the show, since if you guys cannot tell the difference between an AI and Heather, then maybe neither will the audience. <laughs> Great, I'm into it. Uh, hold on, real quick. I'm I'm being lowered into an incinerator. <laughs> Let me just. This is. I'm good to go though. <laughs> <laughs> We befriend cubes and anticipate cake in classic mind-bending puzzle action game Portal, this week on How Did This Get Played. How did this get played? The show where we discuss the worst and weirdest and what is a man? 
a miserable little pile of secrets. But enough talk. Have at you. Video games of all time. The third W, courtesy of at Trey Cool X. Submit yours at Get Played Pod, hashtag WWW. I'm Nick Weiger, along with Heather Ann Campbell. I'm Heather Ann Campbell, along with Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, Bucket. Edge. That uh, that little uh, clip that got sent in, that little that little third third W there, a little bit of VO uh, that we previously did on on VO theater here uh, from Castlevania Symphony of the Night, an all time classic, and we're covering another all time classic today, which we'll get to in a bit. Do you know that somebody is currently converting Castlevania Symphony of the Night to the Genesis? How about that? Pixel by pixel, rebuilding Going back it. a generation. That's yeah, amazing. rebuilding it so that it can be played on a Genesis. And you know what? It's pretty cool. It's pretty I cool. I played project. it on PlayStation One. I think it was. I think it's up there with Vagrant Story as like my favorite PlayStation One game. Although I always heard that uh, the Saturn version was superior. I think the fidelity on the audio is superior on the Saturn okay. version. I know that both versions they took out them titties. Right, guys? They took out them. Yeah. I got to play this thing. <laughs> no, they took them out, Matt. Then you oh. don't need to play it. Oh, uh, I thought you meant took them he was out. Thinking, took them yeah, out. I thought like they took them no, out. They, like they, they removed, dumped them out. removed the titties. Yeah, I see. Okay. Uh-huh. And I, I, replaced well, them with like bikinis. The, the point still stands. I got to play this. I've never played it before. You could have like a bumper sticker that's take out the titties and it could be either pro nudity or pro censorship. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Available in the pod swag store soon. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, we have much to discuss on this week's game, but before we step through a sort of rift in space time and into a sterile purgatory, <laughs> it is first time to briefly touch on a game we're currently enjoying by, sending, by spending 70 seconds in gaming heaven. Matt, say when. Go for it, Heather. Well, I'm still playing Ghost of Tsushima, and... As I've noted on other episodes of the show, it's too easy for me. So I've created a game inside of the game. Uh, what, is, what is that? Uh, oh, what is it? Um, emergent. Emergent gameplay, which is that I will run into a town and run past every single guard in the town to sort of round them up. Uh, in like a giant, like I have video of it that I was going to send you guys, but getting video off the PlayStation is a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, but I've got like, like I get, I, I get like a one man Normandy as everybody's <laughs> rushing at me. And I'm like, every button is parry. And they're all like, bing, 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 bing. And then you, you know, one hit somebody because of a perfect parry or what? It's really, it is a fun way to make a game a little bit more challenging. I really enjoy it. I am, I don't know, it's. What I know you guys loved, or Nick, you loved this game. Um, I had a great and time. I, I am going to play it until it is finished. Uh, but time's up. Great. <laughs> it, it's the, I just want to clarify, because you were talking on a recent episode, maybe last week's episode, they're scrambled in my brain about that you're playing this game on hard and it's still too easy. Have you upped the difficulty or are you doing all this on hard? I, I'm still doing this on hard. Got it. Because the description, but the truth, I should just do it right now. I should just turn it up to lethal. I think uh-huh. the description of lethal is that one hit kills you. And right. that doesn't feel like as it is, I think two hits kill me, mm-hmm. which is, I mean, that's 
that allows for a single mistake in a wave of enemies. But maybe maybe I should just up it. Maybe it'll make it more like Dark Souls and then and thus more enjoyable. I I just don't want to go around sneaking and killing people. I don't know what as I've said before on this very podcast. I don't know what the solution is. <laughs> I think you just need to like be worse at games. Yeah, I think don't that would get help. Good, you. get bad. Yeah. Well, I suck at puzzle games, and maybe we'll go. talk about that today. Oh, <laughs> maybe. 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 Hey, who knows? Who knows? Is Um, like is is any aspect of it hooking you beyond the uh, this 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 uh, game within a game that you've established uh, of uh, of trying to uh, make the the combat as punishing as possible? Um, you like following the foxes around? No, like following those foxes. Exhausting. And I like to find out what the fox says. Oh, God. But, I'd I mean, say look no further than the Green Knight. That fox talks. So does the fox in Antichrist. Hmm, I haven't seen it. Mm. Oh, you should watch that right after the podcast, Alpadoc. I'm yeah. sure it's, uh, it's your speed, man. I can tell by the way you're saying it that it'll scare the shit out of me. <laughs> <That's> not- <laughs> that mo- So here's a huge... Huge spoiler, huge spoiler, huge spoiler. Spoilers for Antichrist. For Antichrist, Mm -hmm. a movie that came out, I think, a decade ago. (laughs) Yeah. That movie ends, I believe, with a fox saying to, in a movie where nothing, no animals talk. This Mm -hmm. is not a talking animal movie. A fox says straight to camera, chaos reigns, and then credits happen. And you're like, okay. That scared me. You say (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like that would be in like a Shadow the Hedgehog cut scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bad ending where he yeah. doesn't. <laughs> uh, do you? Uh, how about because because I, I don't know a lot. A big part of the of what I liked about that game is is this kind of a it's so aesthetically pleasing. Like, did, mm. do you get any joy out of like? You know, just uh, sitting at a vista and composing a haiku, or uh, or or just like how the way the wind guides you to a, a waypoint, I think is just so elegant and so pleasing I, and so soothing. I do think that the uh, wind guiding you to wave, waypoints is excellent. I think that's great design, and I I think it could even be a little bit more subtle. Uh, you know, like you could watch the leaves and like really in, engage you as opposed to sort of like white wind arrows. Uh-huh. Um. I don't care for the haikus because in a way they they make all poetry trash. Right. Like there's because it's just like, yeah, no, these 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 poems, these short poems that people spend a huge amount of time working on. What if we just gave you the opportunity to basically Mad Libs a couple of them? <laughs> like it's not that doesn't make me feel good. I'm a writer. It makes me feel bad. Right. Um, yeah, I, I just, I just wish <laughs> I don't like how much time take it there is between combat. I don't, and I don't like how little combat there is. I want, I want to be surrounded in a a, a war. I want to be the the samurai yeah. Rambo, right? So I guess the game I'm looking for is a a more 
oh, what is the, what's the one Dynasty Warriors? I want Dynasty mm-hmm. Warriors, but in a very, very, very realistic setting. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, those two, the, that doesn't seem to add, like they, those two things seem huh? to contradict each other. Yeah, no, I hear you, but <laughs> if somebody yeah, wants I, I, I to give me, kind of, yeah. give me $30 million and I will develop nothing. I'll take the money and I'll leave. <laughs> You can but buy you Heather Ann yeah. Campbell's <laughs> silence for $30 million. Honestly, <laughs> you can. Well, mine too. Yeah, honestly, me too. And I'll, I'll, I'll bid you down from there. Like, yeah. let's, that can I'll be our starting two. point, but yeah. <laughs> How are you guys? I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm still playing. Wait, I'm, why did you were not you laugh? I don't know. It, like, it, it, us asking you about... Ghost of Tsushima wasn't like a wellness check. Like, you know, like. (laughs) 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 But I like it. It's a nice question to ask. Nick, how are you doing? I'm uh, Matt. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing I'm doing swell. I'm Yeah, I'm having a great day. Uh, We're we're. I feel like we're breaking format by talking about what we're currently playing, but I'm still playing Yakuza Zero. I just like can't. I'm just. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm still absorbed in it. I'm putting too much. I'm putting too much time into it. This point, I just need to get it done with. Yeah, I'm. I'm sort of doing this. This very careful balancing act of Kingdom Hearts, uh, Dream Drop Distance, Ori Mm -hmm. and the Will of the Wisps, and Dragon Quest Eleven. I've gotten very back into. Uh, very much uh, into um, Dragon Quest Eleven again, and it's looking like I'm going to finish it. I'm getting pretty close wow. to the end, I think. Wow, good yeah. for you. Yeah, having a lot of fun with that. Quite a quite a journey. Um, and we'll see how close you are to the end. Without spoilers, we'll see if you really are approaching the end, Matt. What? Not spoiling anything, but what that ending that you think is so close. I wonder how close it actually is. What? Again, not spoiling anything. What is he doing? What are you? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> are you? Are you trying to make a reference to the game we played this week? No, there's a just the end game of Dragon Quest Eleven may not be quite what you think. <laughs> uh, you know what? Just because of this, as soon as I think I'm done, I'm fucking done with it. <laughs> I'll never investigate this claim. <laughs> You're like four hours in. <laughs> no, no, I've sunk like uh, a little over 20 hours into it. I'll say I think uh, I'm, I'm on the part of the game where there's a giant squid attacking my boat. That's not like I think that close to the end, but it's closer to the end than it is closer to the beginning of the game, I think. Yeah, you, you got some ways to go, but that's it. But you're yeah. a good chunk into it. Um, great game. A lot of fun. And Spoilers. hey, speaking of great... <laughs> Speaking of great games, this week's game is Portal. Portal is a 2007 puzzle platform game which was developed by Valve. You may know Valve as the creators of Half-Life and Half-Life 2. It was released for Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 as well as Windows in a bundle called the Orange Box and has been ported to a bunch of other places as well. Games in 2007 included Bioshock, Halo 3, Super Mario Galaxy, Crisis and Team Fortress 2, as well as the original Assassin's Creed. Wow. In Portal. Yeah, I mean, wow. Big year. 2007. Big year in games. Big year in games. In Portal, you play as the character Shell, who is challenged by an AI 
to undergo a series of puzzles using a gun that can create a portal in space. Not time, just space. Uh, your All of the physics that a human being would normally have apply to your momentum in these portals. So the game's puzzles are not just ones where you are conceiving of solutions via space, but also by energy. Mm -hmm. Uh, The game is funny and it's a classic and it spawned a million memes, which have gone from being tired to being nostalgic now, including Mm. a reference to the end of the game uh, where for a while everybody was wearing T-shirts from Hot Topic that said the cake is a lie. Right. Uh, This based on a promise that the AI makes to the player character during the puzzle-solving sequence of the game. I guess that's the whole game. The initial puzzle-solving sequence of the game uh, where you're told that when you complete, you will have cake. There's a a really grating the cake is a lie comic, like web comic that was made once that I saw that, that itself became a meme where it was just like someone was like, like, huh, I wonder how I find, I, I forget exactly, I forget which web comic it was, and I forget what the exact structure of it was, but it was something like, someone's at a birthday party, and they're like, huh, I wonder if there's any cool geeks and gamers at this party. And then, uh, <laughs> like and then someone says, yeah, it's, I mean, it starts off good, and it gets better. <laughs> I just tried to Google and find it, I couldn't, I couldn't find it. Um, but it's like, it, it it sets that up, and then someone's like, uh, like, hmm, ask if there's any cake. Like, is there any cake? And then someone's like, the cake is a lie. And then they have their group of friends because they all know the ref. They know the meme. Yeah. And that webcomic in itself became a meme. I think because people were exhausted by the meme at that point, and so they took out their frustrations on this webcomic. It fe- it feels like, and I say this knowing that I write for the show. Mm-hmm. It feels akin to screaming, "I'm Pickle Rick." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I want to apologize real quick because I've been saying I'm Pickle Nick a lot uh, <laughs> to you specifically, Heather. Yeah. And if I could also just kind of hop upon the uh, the apology train here, I have also been saying I'm Pickle Nick and it, it does it confuses more people than yeah. anything, really. So. Right. Yeah, because they know, like, if you'd said I'm Pickle Rick, they're like, well, yeah, like at the show, I'm Pickle Nick. I was like, wait, that's yeah. not your name. I was like, I know, but it's like, it's my friend. It's like, it's, yeah. it's this whole thing. You kind of have to know yeah. the, the group. So now that you guys are done talking, I'll expand, which is to say that <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the idea that you would reference something that just proves that you know what it is as some yes. sort of, like, code or, like, like a like a way of of a, a a battle cry to fellow nerds that just says, "Hey, I know this thing. Do you guys know this thing?" Mm-hmm. Is not a way to live, and I'm. But on the other hand, oh, who am I to tell people how to live? Do whatever the fuck yeah. you want. Eat mayonnaise. Exactly. I don't know. Like just eat it. The oh, man, I've been doing that already. So so right, but, but not the green on its own. Not on its own. Should try sidebar. It. I think. <laughs> I filled a mayonnaise jar with vanilla pudding once and did like a sketch uh-huh. where I was eating it out of the. Yeah. Yeah. And then I, I'd seen that bit done a bunch. I don't cut this part. Cut no. what I just said. <laughs> cut it. I was in a ske- I, I I wrote a bit once and it was 
me eating like it was like a it was like someone had invented a new condiment. We shot this for the Comedy Bang Bang TV show. And the new condiment was like and it, and it became more popular than mustard and mayonnaise and ketchup. It was like the new condiment. And so like someone was on to bring the to display the new condiment. And I was like brought on as like the PA to eat this thing. And so I, it was a cold veggie dog. And then the new condiment was gray. So it Ugh. was a combination of black frosting and mayonnaise. <laughs> um, and so I'm just eating this room temp <laughs> hot dog covered with like su- like super sweet mayonnaise. And then I did the whole thing. And then I think it got cut. Oh, so- <laughs> no. I, uh, can, I, can I tell a bit? Can we talk about yeah. comedy for a yeah. sec? Yeah, sure. Um, when I was working on The Midnight Show, which is my uh, my sketch gang that I was with for 10 years, uh, we did a live show and my the there was a guy on the show who I loved to prank, not prank, but also prank inside of sketches. Mm-hmm. And I would write shit for him to do that he hated, but it was joyful to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, his name was Stephen Hale. And one time I wrote a sketch for Stephen Hale called Milk Filled Hot Dogs. <laughs> and I... <laughs> <laughs> it was a commercial Ugh. and it was like are you tired of having to reach for your glass of milk in the middle of eating a hot dog <laughs> and it was just Stephen on stage going you bet and it's like well now you can eat a milk filled hot dog and I had how did I how did I do it there was some edible pastry bag that you could fill with a liquid but when okay. you ate it it would burst Mm-hmm. And and so I would cut a hot dog, put the milk bag inside the hot dog, and then seal it up with food glue so that it was a hot dog that on, on the outside looked like a hot dog. And if you bit into it, it would just shoot milk all over your face. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> we, we didn't, you know, you don't practice a bit like that. You do it live right. on stage because you don't want to like assemble the thing. And, and it upset him so much when it happened on stage. And he started retching so hard that he just said his wife's name. He just <laughs> called for his wife. <laughs> well, uh, back to back to Portal. I want to talk about box art real quick. <laughs> Because yeah, uh, so the orange box is was pretty much like the the most amazing value that was ever commercially released. Like it, it's just like the 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 content you got for the price of a game in the orange box. You got uh you got Half Life Two uh the Half Life Two episodes one and two. Uh, you got a uh, Team Fortress Two. You got Portal. You got it all in one package. But the box art for the orange box, I always found aggressively ugly. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll show. I'll bring it up for you guys here. I'm sure you. It was I'm just sure a combination of like multiple assets, wasn't yes, it? Yes, it's all the assets just kind of jammed together. You got Gordon Freeman from Half Life. You got the Portal logo, and then you got a Team Fortress Two heavy. Um, and uh, and then you've got kind of like this just you know orange uh, dissolve that's over the 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 bottom third of it. 
contrasting that with the portal box art on its own, which I find is so like cool and like, like it's just, it's one of my favorite box arts. It's just like you, we've got like this, uh, you know, stick man, um, descending into a portal and, uh, it's, it's just so clean and like, like evokes the sterility and the, you know, sort of, uh, the 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 you know depraved corporate side of this uh of this world in which you're living i don't know i just i it's it's such an awesome it's such an awesome box art that exists within such an ugly box art but it's also an awesome package and a thing to know on this particular one it also says also available in the orange box to be like hey if you don't have to buy this one you could buy the other one that has three other games in it yeah exactly two other games um, but I do remember, but that was the orange box was a huge like thing because I think that was also Valve's first console release, if memory serves. That was the first time they they took any of their franchises and and made them available on consoles, and that was a huge in terms of expanding uh, the the awareness of these brands and then just having more people get getting to play them. Um, Valve ultimately, like you know, is probably best known for just for Steam these days for the the PC distribution. Uh, platform, but it, it it it's uh, but their software in that stretch was their games were so so fucking good, and when they crank out one on occasion, you know, it's still like a, a certainly revered. Um, this game was so so uh, you, you talked about the humor of it, Heather, and and you know a lot of that is credited to, to Kim Swift, uh, who is the uh, design lead, and then also uh, Eric Wolpaw and Chet Falasek, uh, who are from the uh, the site. Uh, old man murray which was an old like gaming comedy site from like way like way i remember looking at it in like the late 90s and just thinking like oh this is so at the time it's just like oh like you like you find your little niche of the internet when this stuff was harder to find i just being like this is like impossibly funny i can't believe how funny this this is and and like i don't see anyone else like making jokes about games that are this sharp and they're also like this tone um but they end up being recruited to uh to hired for Valve, and they're, they they uh, they had a lot to do with the dialogue in this game, which is which is so so funny, and I think hold up. I think Portal might be the only well written game of all time. Wow, come on. like there. <laughs> no, think okay. Hold on though. What so other games that are very well written? which exist, uh, often rely on things that we've already seen, you know? Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that, like, uh, uh, mean-spirited AI program isn't a thing that we haven't seen, right? Uh-huh. And certainly the stark aesthetic of the game is something that we've seen in, like, THX 1138, etc. But the storytelling in this game... The, the the way that the environment gives you the story while also the dialogue gives you the story simultaneously, I felt I feel like it's one of the few times that they've pulled it off, that video games have pulled it off. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I, I disagree. <laughs> uh, I, I honestly think even Half-Life 2, which predated this, was like a, a, the similar sort of thing. You know, you never really leave, you never really lose control. Um, and uh, and so much of the what you're getting from the story is from the environment and from, you know, uh, just emergent interactions you're having. So, OK, OK, OK. Wait, 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 wait. What? I, yeah, I didn't I didn't mean I mean, comedy. It's the only oh, comedy game that, okay. that okay. has actually been add, done. If you're going to apply that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think there are, there are a lot of funny games. I also think a lot of times what's funny in a game is like, you know, 
uh, just getting murked in like Dark Souls, you know, like just like a funny way to die or something like that. Like like a lot of the stuff that's funny is just like funny stuff that happens accidentally or just incidentally as you're playing through something. But I don't know. I, I think there have been some games uh, with with funny dialogue. But I think I, I if you want to call this game like the funniest game that's ever been made, like I yeah, I'm not going to argue with you. I think there's absolutely a case for it. It's 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 really it's really funny. And the dialogue's really sharp. And a big part of that is the. Uh, uh, the GLaDOS character voiced by Ellen McLean, um, who is the kind of the, John McLean's the, wife from Die Hard. John McLean's <laughs> wife. Yeah. Married to fictional, married to a fictional character. Um, <laughs> so it's like a it's it's uh, it's very much like you talked about it being like this this villainous A.I., um, and it is like kind of like a howl, but like a funny howl. Uh, do we have a, a, a couple clips of, uh, of of GLaDOS? I do. Yes. Hello, and again, welcome to the Aperture Science Computer Aided Enrichment Center. We hope your brief detention in the relaxation vault has been a pleasant one. Your specimen has been processed, and we are now ready to begin the test proper. Before we start, however, keep in mind that although fun and learning are the primary goals of all Enrichment Center activities, serious injuries may occur for your own safety and the safety of others. Please refrain from Por favor, por donde Muchas gracias. back. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, I just uh, first off, just as a way to to intro you to the game, you know, you start in this cell. Uh, specimen seems to be a reference to your own shit because there's a toilet there. Um, and uh, <laughs> and and you've got like the you know the. At all talking about this as relaxing, it just sort of tonally sets up what your relationship is going to be like with this character, but also is just like I, I, I immediately like I like the first time I played this immediately. I loved it. I was like, this is so the aesthetic works for me visually. And then this VO is just like I could I'm going to I'm excited to listen to this for the whole game. It is it like I I had not played this when it was new. I uh-huh. um. So this is actually my first run with, I think, yeah, with Portal in general. I had Portal 1 and 2 on Steam, but I didn't have a computer that could, like, I think they, I got them for free or something, and then, like, uh, I didn't, like, my computer couldn't run it, so I just, like, I think I maybe messed around with Portal 2 at some point, um, but never really got into it at all, so this was, like, my first go-around, and yeah, right away, I, I was hooked. I was like, oh. Everyone was right. The yeah. the, the cake the cake was it is a lie. They were right. <laughs> I understand um, I play, a t-shirt. Yeah, it's it's uh I, I played this game when it came out, but I played it enough after like it had kind of been hyped that I'd kind of heard some of what was like I'd heard some of the uh I don't know. did you say memes in two thousand seven? Were people saying memes then? I guess so. Yeah, but yeah. Kojima was saying it in, in two thousand one. Well, yeah, but Kojima, I mean, he's was ahead of the curve by like 10 years. Um, <laughs> I, I yeah, but but I had, I had the same sort of thing of just like like kind of knowing what I was getting into. And then once I'm getting into it, I was like, oh, I love this. Give me all that that, that you got. Portal 2, I never played and I don't understand why, because Portal is like I counted among my favorite games and everyone said Portal 2 is an improvement over the original. And I, I was looking at my Steam library, and I saw that I'd, I, you know, I'd played Portal, and then I'd, I, I saw that I'd, last time I'd played it was 2012. I was like, oh yeah, I replayed Portal around when Portal Two was coming out, thinking like, oh, I'll replay Portal, and then I'll play Portal Two, and then I never fucking played it because I just wasted 
a fucking decade of my life not doing shit I enjoy. Um, I, have, yeah, go on, Heather. I didn't think Portal 2 was as good as Portal 1. Wow, interesting. I I thought Portal 1 was sort of like an incredible, singular, per, like perfect, perfect achievement. Yeah. And Portal 2, I think they added like fluid and like more robots. It, it just felt like more as mm-hmm. opposed to like this hyper-focused, extraordinarily delivered story and game that all I just suddenly arrived as Portal. Right. You, you know, like that that year, it felt like everybody was like, have you played Portal? Even though all these other great games had come out, like Bioshock, you know? Right. Like I felt like more of the people that I was friends with were talking about Portal than Bioshock. And when they talked about Bioshock, they were talking about the ludonarrative dissonance of the game itself and like right. the the friction between the player and the game and the narrative. But everybody who talked about Portal was just like, this is a clean, perfect toaster oven of a game. It does the exact thing that it sets out to, to do. Each rule that you're introduced to is is like punchlined in the second half of the game. Actually, yes. the, the, you know? And also, when I, when I was... When we were prepping for this episode, I watched a playthrough of the game. Uh, and each story turn takes, it's a perfect three act structure. Each story turn takes place. If you're playing at a regular pace and you know the, the solutions to the puzzles, I wasn't watching a speed run by any, like any stretch. It was like very leisure, uh, leisurely played. Each section is exactly at 20 minutes. Your first, uh, your first turn uh, happens at 20 minutes in where it's like, we are now introducing live fire. Uh, this is supposed mm-hmm. to be for Andrew. So you, that's your first turn. The next turn is at, at exactly at 40 minutes where you're being sent to the death chamber and you have to get out. So it's mm-hmm. like a perfect three act structure. Here you are testing. Here it's clear that this is not a positive experience. And here's where you're b- beyond the boundaries of the testing itself. Right? Yeah. It's uh, well written. It's really well written. It's really well designed and it's really well structured. Uh, by the way, you mentioned speedruns. I had to look it up. The current uh, speedrun record for Portal, six minutes, 16 seconds. So you can really blaze through this thing if you know what you're doing. I think a normal playthrough, though, is still very manageable. It's like four hours. And I will say I sat down to replay this game last night and I was like, I'll get a couple hours in. We're recording the afternoon today. So I was like, I'll play and, and I'll finish it off in the morning. And I stayed up past my bedtime, didn't get out of my seat, played through the entire game in one go. I was just wow. like, oh, yeah, I fucking love this. I don't want to stop playing it. I want to I want to get through all the beats of the narrative and I want to get through all these different puzzle rooms. Um, the, 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 the history you talked about this game kind of uh, uh, appearing and, and the history, the development history of this game. And, and I'm sure you have this, uh, Heather, is like it began as an indie student game. Uh, from, you know, some some students at DigiPen. Uh, they made this game Nerbacular Drop. And if you ever look at some video, uh, some images or video, I guess you can also play it of uh, of Nerbacular Drop. It's like a very different aesthetic. It's like a fantasy, uh, you know, looking thing. Um, and then Valve basically was like, this is awesome. Hired Kim Swift and the rest of the team and was like that just converted, put it in the Half-Life universe and, and converted it into Portal. And I think that tonal marriage of like, this kind of offbeat humor and then this just absolutely incredible mechanic 
is what makes this game really fucking sing. I mean, it's such a superficial observation, but it's just like if this was just like that kind of, a, you know, fantasy sort of feeling, it wouldn't have the pace of the same punch. The mechanic would be incredible, but it'd feel more like a tech demo than this, which is like this wholly conceived uh, work of art. That, that, yeah, speaking to that for a second, the like the mechanic of the game to me, having never really messed around with it, is astonishing to me. It's like, because I, like, yeah. you know, I have very limited knowledge of what it takes to like program a video game, but mm-hmm. to put a portal anywhere and then to have the other thing on the other side of it that or the portal is just also be there is why is truly every time I did it, I was blown away by it. I couldn't believe how you had to solve some of these puzzles uh, with it. And that it just that it worked, that it worked at all to me was amazing. I was like, I it, couldn't I couldn't believe it. It's dazzling. And, and very early on, you're presented with kind of like the you get to see, you know, uh, there's there's a blue portal and an orange portal and they lead to each other and you get to see your player character, the game's in first person, but you get to see your player character looking at yourself through the portals. And that's a thing that, that recurs a few times throughout the game, which is just like a, another, a nice little mind-bending thing, especially for the time. She's wearing really cool shoes that Very have... Cool. That that are that have springs sort of built into them so that you can drop from great heights without injuring yourself. And I like you didn't need to put that in, but it sure does make it feel more real that she's wearing those fancy like exoskeleton shoes. There was there's something fun about the physics of the of the game too because you can use the portals right to like propel yourself further for certain jumps. Right. Like if you have a big fall into a portal, you get like a like a big blast jump. But there was a part where this was just like a complete accident, not something that like the game made me do. I had just happened to toss two portals like right next to each other, and a, and one of the cameras came off the wall and fell in. And then fell up through the other one and kind of just kept doing that. And so it, it was this balancing act of them just going back and forth, back and forth into each other. And I just, I thought it was really funny. I just, I yeah. liked, I loved looking at it. It, looked, it was like, this wasn't supposed to happen, but it can because that's how it works. It, it's it's rad. I mean, the the physics of it are so are so so cool. And you know, this is a this is again pretty pretty early on when kind of having. The, this kind of physics is use the havoc physics engine was still something of a novelty, still a little bit of a novelty, mm-hmm. and it 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 works really well in this. Um, you mentioned like uh, like falling from a great height, uh, and this is one thing that I was I'm uh, replaying it. I'm like, oh yeah, so much of this game is like platforming, mm-hmm. which for a first person game can sometimes be a little frustrating but thankfully this game never really has anything that's all that challenging platforming wise i don't know what did you guys think of all like the kind of the the more platformy sections i i i sort of i had trouble sometimes only because Mm -hmm. i hadn't lined up you you know you kind of live or die by how the portals are lined up right right so like if you have it like even like a centimeter off, it can kind of just fuck the whole thing like a little bit. Like you have to keep trying and doing it again. It wouldn't take long to get it exactly where it needed to be or whatever. And you know, you know, it doesn't have to be exactly precise, but it was it was a little challenging in that way for me sometimes. But I thought it was good. Like I, you know, clever. A lot of it was, and you know, this is probably just because it's a little bit of an older game now. But some of it was a little samey, you know, sure. to me, where like. 
I did it one time and I was like, wow, cool. And then uh, a few minutes later, I was like, okay, well, I kind of just, I did exactly this in, in, in another room. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I like the idea of having to set one portal somewhere and then knowing there's like a pit, right? And you have to toss right. a pit. This was a really fun one to me where you have to toss a, a, a you know, a, a portal down this pit, jump into the pit. That's not enough to propel you. You have to also then propel yourself again by throwing another portal so that you end up getting tossed even further than that. So that right. when you have to start using more than one portal to solve, that's when it became really, um, really interesting to me. Yeah. And shooting portals midair, but I, I'm just, I'm I, well, Heather, I want, I want to hear your thoughts on the platforming in the game. Well, I mean, it, it feels like it feel it. I don't. So, okay. I, I guess I got to tell a story here, um, eh. which here is that, go. okay. <laughs> so when this game came out, uh, I was dating a guy, uh, because I went through a phase in my life where after I came out to my parents, I was like, mm, maybe I should date guys just to s- double, you know, like mo- most girls. Yeah. I feel like most straight girls have a phase where it's like, oh, I kind of want to date a girl. And I, for me, it was the opposite. I was already dating sure. girls. And I was like, I'm going to date some guys. So I was dating a guy. Um, and uh, I went to his place uh, Christmas when Portal came out like that year. And he was like, have you played Portal? And I was like, no. And he was like, oh, my God, it's so good. We have to play it. And then he played the entire game in front of me from start to finish all in a single sitting. He was just like, here's the game. Uh, And he had already played it through more than once. So he knew all the solutions. Like there wasn't any like testing of the of the like he just was like, oh, you got to pull one here and there. And he just wanted and I was like, can I play? And he's like, well, I'm going to get really frustrated if I have to watch you try and solve a puzzle that I already know the solution to. So why don't I just play it? Uh, so right. I didn't. I, my first ever time playing Portal was this time. Wow. Because after that, I was like, well, what's the point of playing Portal? I mean, I played the sequel. Yeah, all the way right. through. But like, what's the point of playing Portal if you already know all of the solutions to all of the puzzles? Unless you have that moment of discovery when you're headed towards the fire pit where you have to portal out of the fire pit. What is the point? of Like, there's no joy in the game. Yeah. It was it's a joyless experience and sort of just mechanical. Um, that guy's uh, that guy's Christmas gift to you was a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> I guess when you have two gamers mm-hmm. who both are who, are, who are both I, like, I guess there will always be. We didn't date for much longer after that, not because of the portal experience, <laughs> but, but like we it's like. Yeah, somebody's always going to be playing the game that the other right. person wants to play. That's just how being a gamer is. Unless it's a co-op experience or like Street Fighter, like there's going to be one person playing the game. Uh, the the best version of that for me was playing through The Last of Us Part Two with my girlfriend, Mary, where we handed off the controller back and forth and played successive chapters. Or basically I was like, anytime there was a ton of people on screen She'd give me the controller because I like to mow through people. And anytime <laughs> right. it was like exploring and like that sort of thing, that was her favorite part of the game. Um, 
So yeah, I, so for me, that's the long story to get to the feeling of jumping on the platforms felt old. It felt like 2007. And I don't think you can see your own feet when you look down, if I'm not mistaken, you can no. see yourself through a portal, but you can't see your yeah. own feet. And I feel like that is a detail that now is sort of standard after Mirror's Edge to see your own body so you can make sure that your feet are planted on the thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's wh- who I it felt it felt fine. That's yeah, sh- I, I, I should have just said it's feel fine. <laughs> no, this is great. I, I agree with you that there's this some is what points a podcast where it's is supposed to be right. Like you, yeah. you talk about stuff. That's why people um, listen. I, I'll, yeah, we got uh, the milk hot dog, and then we had this, and now <laughs> this is a podcast. Uh, I, I I agree with your observation that it that it, yes the uh, the jumping feels a little like uh, it's it's uh, it's a little stiff. It doesn't feel great. Like I, I'm playing on PC, so you know it's it's uh, it wasn't ideal, but it's like not at all like any sort of real obstacle. It's just sort of like oh, this is maybe feels a little clunkier than some uh, contemporary games that have figured this out a little bit more. Uh, you talked about you can't see your feet, but what you can see in your field of vision the whole time is the portal gun itself. Once you acquire it. I just just a just a very aesthetically pleasing weapon design. I just love how this looks. I love how, you know, like fucking uh I don't know. I just I love how clean it is. I love that it's that it's just yeah. like it looks like this uh, it looks like this scientific instrument that it that it would be. I mean, 2007 is pre-iPhone, right? Or or maybe it's the fall of the original iPhone. Mm-hmm. So that Apple aesthetic is just starting to be written into our global consciousness it feels very apple that that device feels like the ipod but a gun and that's that's great it it looks great it kind of also looks like a toilet (laughs) it does a little bit yeah a little bit sort of like round and white sort of kind of kind of giving me toilet vibe (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i don't have a lot of like when i see stuff like that in video games i don't for some reason, like this stands out for sure, like as like as like a design choice that and it's appreciated. But like in other games where there's like future weapons or whatever, I'm always, I'm never that interested because to me, and this is such a a, a, a like a weird aside maybe, uh, but like nothing to me looks as good as the stuff in the movie District Nine does. Like mm. every everything in District Nine looks cooler to me than anything in any video game. You uh, could not have filled the end of that sentence with a a, a less likely set of words than <laughs> like District when Nine. The, when I saw the movie District Nine, I was like, "Wow, everything in this looks so interesting because it's like dirty and bad. Like like even sure. the weapons, I was like, these look like shit. I love it. It looks so cool. And like and then so now when I see like something like even the guns in Cyberpunk, I was like, who cares? They're just shiny. I don't care. Ugh. I do feel like some of those weapon designs feel. I, I it felt a little generic. I don't know. I mean, like that's that's yeah. that's like a that's like an issue. I think with just weapon design in general, so often it's trying to like look, look like cool, yeah. or it just is an actual weapon. Yes. They're just you know you you actually have an AR fifteen model. Um, but this is like its own thing, and yeah, it it stands out because it pops against this field of like generic military weaponry. Speaking of cyberpunk, yeah, uh, the voice of Glados. Uh, Ellen McLean does pop up in Cyberpunk as the voice of one of Delamain's split personalities. Wow. She has wow. been playing this 
voice, this character of the sort of like villainous AI for since 2007 or earlier even. Like she's mm-hmm. also the voice of the AI in, um, God, what was the name of that fucking movie? Pacific Rim. She's the voice mm. of the oh, robots yeah. AI and was in the commercial for it. And you're like, are they referencing Portal or is this Portal? Like, is this, does this exist yeah. in the same universe? That's it. I was just, I just thought, you know, because you brought up cyberpunk, I would be like, no, that's, that's what that's people great. listen to. Those are great details. Is <laughs> nightmare stories from my life. And then also yeah. where another actor has been before. Yeah. Are you going to talk? Uh, are you going to give us some uh, fascinating bit of information, a bit of trivia about this game? Or are you going to talk about uh, grieving a pet's death? We'll find out. We never know. <laughs> so the Aperture Science Research Facility in which the the entire game takes place uh, it's got this this sort of sterile minimalist art direction, and that itself was a design choice because mm-hmm. it, it like anything interesting they found in, in testing this game, people would just shoot portals at it. So like if it look if there was like you know like hey here's a here's a potted plant here, uh, people were like okay well this potted plant has got to be involved. Let me try to portal this pot this potted plant. So eventually they just sort of stripped everything down to just you know you're you're in this kind of uh, in, in like cool but intentionally kind of bland space. Yeah, you're looking for that one surface texture, that gray surface texture where a portal can exist and everything else is non-portaling environment. Well, I tell right? you, when you, yeah, when you're, yes. when you're in 100%. those areas where there's less of those spots, uh-huh. I'm starting to get, I'm starting to sweat a little bit. I'm starting to be like, okay, <laughs> how do they want me to figure this out? This is... Right. But when you, when your gun gets the functionality to shoot both then i feel like i'm the I'm, I'm king of the castle i'm i'm fucking ready to rock with this thing well you you know what matt you met you mentioned that and yeah. that's a that's a, a a good point in that this game i think onboards you so effectively mm-hmm. like you start out you don't have the portal gun you're just learning how portals work by walking through them and seeing their their function and then you acquire the portal gun and at first it just shoots a blue portal so the orange portals are fixed in place and you have to figure out where am i going to shoot a blue portal to solve this puzzle and then eventually get the functionality to shoot the orange portal uh with the uh, where you can you can connect, uh, connect both ends on your own when, when things really get kooky uh also i'll just say like the feel of uh, on a mouse and keyboard the feel of uh left click uh, blue portal, right click, orange portal is just—it's so satisfying. I mean, it—it it just it just works so well. I—I I don't know. It's a—it's a minor thing, but it's—it's it's just just that key that that main thing in the game is just such a a a, a joy every time you get to use it. Yeah, I was playing it on console. I was playing it on Xbox, and it's just the triggers. You know, the mm-hmm. left trigger, right trigger. There's like a slight vibration. Uh, with it uh, that comes with it and it was uh, I, I, I enjoyed it yeah it's a fun and it looks cool I don't know imagine yeah. it with the haptic feedback on the dual sense oh baby is it possible we've made it this far on the podcast and some people who maybe not played the game or non-gamers who just listen to the show uh, for whatever reason are still unclear on what the fuck we're talking about like do we not fully clarify how the portals work 
So, okay. It's portals. What you figure it out. <laughs> no, Listen, I, Goober, oh. you, we get, you got portals, all right? <laughs> Dunzo. All right. No. So if you, okay, if you're a human being who doesn't know what this game is, you put a blue portal one place and you put an orange portal one another place. And if you go through the orange portal, you arrive at the blue portal. If you go through the blue portal, you arrive at the orange portal. You choose where to place the portals. And that's it. That's yeah. the game. That's the whole thing. That's enough to sustain this, you know, four hour journey. And, and you know, there are uh, uh, turrets were mentioned. Um, turrets come up at some point and there is like a little bit of a threat. Uh, there's also a, a, the cake is a lie is obviously became the big meme from here uh, and as well as the end credit song. But there's also the weighted companion cube. Which was, which is really only used for one puzzle, one extended puzzle. It feels like it's there for a longer stretch in the game, but that became a thing where just like everyone wanted a weighted companion cube plushie. You know, that was like the big, uh, uh, that that was one of the breakout characters, if you will, of this game. And it's literally just one of the other the the same cubes that you get throughout the game, uh, but it has hearts on it, and you have to carry it with you throughout this extended puzzle, and then ultimately incinerate it. Um, and the, which, the punchline yeah. for that action is GLaDOS, the AI, saying something like, congratulations, you incinerated your companion cube faster than any other test subject. Right. And you're like, ha, that's, that's a good joke. That's My other favorite joke. jokes, she says, are um, there's a test chamber. I think the live fire test chamber, she introduces by saying that this area is specifically for androids like military Android testing, but it's, you're going to have to go through it because that's what's happening. And at the end of that test chamber, her dialogue is for the androids who would have solved that puzzle. And it's something like, just a reminder, Android hell is a real place and you'll be sent there at the first sign of defiance. And you're like, what a great joke. What a great joke. My other favorite is... (laughs) Long after you've tried to, you've started escaping the facility. Uh, and if, be, for those of you who've never played before, and why, fucking play it. It's very short. It's great. Um, yeah. You, you, the player character, are on the uh, path to be incinerated, and you escape by like firing a portal basically into the ductwork of this incineration chamber. And then you are behind the scenes of the test chambers themselves for the rest of the game. And at some point in that journey, she says, you're not a good person. Do you know that? Good people (laughs) do not end up here. And it's such a great, (laughs) such a great joke. It's uh, that whole that whole turn, you know, because the AI, as you start to figure out, as you start to defy the AI and and she starts like first bargaining with you and then eventually turning on you is so great. And it's 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 great writing. It's great performance. Uh, I have a, I do have a little clip of like when that first uh, right after that incineration, that attempted incineration, what some of the VO that plays there. Let's hear a little bit more of GLaDOS. We are pleased that you made it through the final challenge where we pretended we were going to murder you. We are very Very happy for your success. We are throwing a party in honor of your tremendous success. Place the device on the ground, then lie on your stomach with your arms at your sides. 
A party associate will arrive shortly <laughs> to collect you for your party. Make no further attempt to leave the testing area. Assume the party escort submission position or you will miss the party. Yeah, that's the, the, the party escort submission position, which I <laughs> is one of those lines that stuck with me. But yeah, it's it's... It's really and beyond the performance, I think the sound design is really good. Um, the score is is minimal and atmospheric. It doesn't come out much, but when it does play, I think it's like it's it's really good. I have a little bit of of a chunk of the score here. Most of the game, you've just got ambiance, but. You know, occasionally, an occasional section, just a little bit of score will creep in. I already see Devin's wheels turning. He's going to snap on this one. We know it. We love to see it. Go off, King. I don't know. We could we could also get from Devin an entirely new version of Still Alive. That's true. When you complete the game, the AI sings a song to you, which, I, like everything else in this game, became mimetic. Everybody was fucking talking about this song, uh, but in part because it's a good song. It's an yeah. excellent fucking song. Uh, it is a narrative reveal that the computer that you physically attacked in the final sequence is still alive. And it is a song about the both of you still being alive. Matt, do you have a section of that song? Here we go. This was a triumph. I'm making a note here. Huge success. It's hard to overstate my satisfaction. Aperture science. We do what we must because we can. For the good of all of us, except the ones who are dead. But there's no sense crying over every mistake. You just keep on trying till you run out of cake And the science gets done and you make a neat gun For the people who are still alive <laughs> I feel like this song inspired a generation of games to end with quirky songs including right didn't turnip boy end with a quirky song like this it does and it it, it slaps it's it, it's very good <laughs> <laughs> uh, i was reading the the end the, this the this song itself was inspired by god hand which has a which has a song kind of a recap song playing over wow. its credits Wait, um but god hand god hand yeah god hand God what hand if it from was the Heather's other hole? God Hand? Yeah, God Hand from Heather's Hole. <laughs> What's the song that plays over the end of God Hand? Well, now we gotta. Now pull we it gotta up. hear it. We gotta hear it. We gotta look it up and we gotta play it. I don't remember this song. Uh, Eric, one of uh, the uh, one of the writers, Eric Wolpaw, his uh, apparently one of his favorite games, or maybe his favorite game is God Hand, and so uh, the I, end credit song was kind of the genesis for this. God this Hand is here. such a good game. I, I'll recommend it again, even though we're outside of Heather's Hole. Like it's a really, it's good. You should you should play it, and okay. I think Twitter said that you can play it. You wow. can like get it on the PlayStation Store or something. All right, here's the end credit song from God Hand. We'll hear a taste of this. Uh-huh. 
demon What am I? It's time for me to choose my path The power of my God hand No evil doer will get past Hand to hand, oh fist to fist <laughs> this is I mean it fucking rules <laughs> It rules but like this is I can't I mean I understand how music inspires music <laughs> This is somehow this a, exactly what I thought it was <laughs> Yeah me too Which is also why I didn't remember it I've remembered Still Alive's for yeah. What 14 years I did not fucking remember that song <laughs> It's an and HSC. All, God damn, that's so funny that that inspired Still Alive. Yeah, this heartbreaking, wow. uh, bittersweet acoustic ballad. Um, it's, uh, I don't know, it, I feel like we're just talking about things that we liked and just rattling off all the various like reasons we 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 love this game. But I mean, I don't know what, like, what, I don't know there's an attack to take here. It's just like, it's it's so streamlined it's got a perfect hook and aesthetically and tonally and story-wise it all just just syncs up so well in such a perfect storm um that it's just it's just an in- incredibly satisfying experience that holds up like to me I was just like playing I was like oh yeah this is this is I can tell this is an older game but this is like it's like playing Super Mario World it's like oh yeah this is still fucking great yeah yeah this is one to put to send to space Send it to space. Send it into space. If you're out there and you're an alien and you want to know more about human beings, you should play Portal. <laughs> that's a, that's by the way, that's a reference to our DLC. Oh uh, right, where we where we talked about games that we think should be sent into space based on a conversation that we had in a prior episode of how did this get played? The podcast where we talk about the worst, weirdest, and wigerest video games of all time. <laughs> yes, and it's also a tease because that episode, believe it or not, has not come out yet. <laughs> wow. We recorded that in 1996. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to take a nap halfway through. <laughs> what game were we sending into space? Marbles. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we should get to our final thoughts on Portal. It's time for our review crew. Review crew. Uh, So if we can, I guess, isolate uh, just one positive thing about this game that we've been raving about uh, and give it a numerical decimal rating. I'll just say one thing I haven't touched on is the reticle. I think it's just like, you know, it's it's it starts off. There's nothing you get that or there's just a little crosshair. You get the gun and then you get like a, a a blue ellipse over it. And then when you get it, when you're able to shoot the orange portal, it gets divvied up into like there's a, there's there's a blue ellipse and an orange ellipse uh, half and kind of like a yin yang sort of position. Um, and it's I like I don't know, just just a, another just aesthetic detail in the game that is just so, so, so pleasing and also just like, re you know, restates what your aim of the game is, uh, what the goal of the game is, what the what the central gameplay is. I it's you know, it's one of those ones if this was released as is as an indie game this year, even with the the loading screens um and kind of the dated uh, uh UI, it would still be this would still be one of the best games of this year. It would be one of the best games of twenty twenty one. I mean it's just it's it's so fucking good. I I I it's it's so good 
like my knees buckle. It's it's like it's like watching like a great film. I'm just like this is so fucking is like there's a painting that was at the Getty. This is maybe hyperbolic, but it, it's uh, like the blue boy. And I don't know if it's still there, but I just like remember watch, like, looking at, at this the, painting. It's uh, at the Huntington uh, Library, actually. It's at yeah. the Huntington yeah. Library. Okay. And I remember just looking at this painting and just like, this is so, like, how does someone fucking do, this is so fucking good. This painting is fucking incredible. Yeah, blue boy. And like, that's, the, that's the same sort of feeling I have, like, like experiencing this. And this is just so fucking, I don't know. This is, this is what, this is, hum- this gives me faith in humanity that something this great can be crafted. Uh, this is a 10 out of 10 easily for me. Uh, Heather Ann Campbell. What did I like about Portal? Um, I really like the sounds that the portals make, mm-hmm. which is like a plop. Like it's like a plop, plop. Like I don't know how to, it's hard to do vocally, but it, they have a, a, a sound that is not like other sounds. It's an original sound and it sounds great. And I maybe you can add a sample of that sound. And maybe you're doing it right now. Or maybe I'm just referencing silence, yeah. which would also be funny. <laughs> um, we put it in like a bunch of times, like too many times. <laughs> <laughs> so I love that sound. 10 out of 10. This game's perfect. There's nothing that you can add to it, which is why Portal 2 is not perfect. It's perfect. It's perfect. It is on par with Vroom in the Night Sky in terms of like <laughs> execution. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Great game. Great writing. Great world. Great everything. Matt Apodaca, you're up. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, I, I loved it. I'm going to also say that I absolutely loved it. The one thing that I will say that is a negative of it and it's not its fault it's just this type of game i or i was playing earlier today and i had to lie down afterward for a minute because i got so nauseous i oh, get the for sure yeah because mm. first person sh- games already make me a little nauseous anyway but nauseous then going through portals and like spinning out in portals and stuff uh was not not prepared for it. Made me nauseous. That is not the game's fault. That is, I guess, my weak constitution. Uh, I I I I have the the guts of a a, a toddler. Uh, it's not good. Um, but I I yeah, hilarious game. Super funny. I can see why it's beloved. Even re- revisiting it, or you know, I guess visiting it for the first time. What, four f- almost fifteen years later. Right. It still holds. It feels like a wholly new experience still, even though I'm sure games have curbed some things from this game as well. Uh, I have no reason to give it anything lower than a 10 out of 10. It's it's wow. wonderful. Mm-hmm. There you go. Uh, by the way, I want to I want to shout out again. Uh, Kim Swift, who we mentioned up top, was the the you know development lead on this game and, you know, has worked on a, a bunch of games. But this is really like, you know, it, 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 it's it's uh, I mean, it, uh, really just like such a such an amazing achievement and came so early in her career like she was like Mm. in her mid-20s when she was project lead on this on one of the best games ever made so really a really a staggering achievement and uh the whole the whole everyone who worked on this game fucking what a fucking feather in your cap my new favorite swift after taylor oh (laughs) wow I was going to say, I will never achieve anything as great as Portal in my life, yeah. no matter how yeah. hard I try. 
Mm-hmm. I will die having not achieved portal, but I guess we'll just instead go with your what what did you say, Matt? You said I even said it wrong, actually. <laughs> Great. So it just wasn't let's not we don't have to. Yeah, Matt, you, you should just shake, shake, shake it off. <laughs> hey team, those were our thoughts, but you know what? Maybe we're wrong. Maybe, maybe we're wrong. We were, maybe we were maybe wrong. We, we were wrong. We've got <laughs> reviews from all over the internet here. And if we had a positive take on a game, these will be negative reviews. And if we had a negative take on a game, these will be positive reviews. It's maybe we were wrong. I have a... So, first off, it's, we. I should say that there are 94,628 positive reviews of Portal on the Steam store and only 1,500 negative reviews. And a significant portion of the negative reviews are asking the reader, what the fuck are you doing looking at negative reviews of this game? (laughs) They don't exist. Like, that's the first negative review is, why the fuck are you looking at bad reviews? Buy the game, it's the best. Another version of that is that if you search Reddit for negative reviews of Portal, you get something with zero upvotes that says Portal sucks, nobody likes puzzles, and it has three comments. I kind of believe you're the only person on the internet who thinks Portal sucks. Uh, Explains why the Zelda series is so hated too. (laughs) And... (laughs) A minimum of 6,862 people disagree. Uh, I don't know what that's a reference to, but maybe it's, it must be some number of people metric. who have yeah. Up, yeah, updated or up, upvoted that Portal is great. So it's hard to find negative reviews of Portal, but I think Nick Weiger, Matt Apodaca, maybe you guys found some, uh, from some sourpusses on the internet. I'll first say that a lot of the negative reviews are echoing what Matt said is that this game is even, you know, first person games sometimes make me motion sick, too. And this game in particular can be, you know, an issue if you are prone to motion sickness because, you know, a falling at a high speed uh, while your field of vision, you know, rotates 180 degrees can be extremely disorienting. And um, so there, there is some of that. But I did find a few people on Metacritic who actually hate this game. This one is from Nicholas C. This is a zero. This game is a waste and does not deserve a 10. I give this game a zero and it deserves a zero. Originally, I was excited to play. I brought a cup of tea with me. And the level's puzzles, if you call them that, were ridiculously easy. So easy. I want to use the word scam. But people are not only dumb enough to pay money for this game, but they also give it good reviews. So I look at the game as a money-making portal, a portal over the internet where Steam takes your money and portals it into their bank account. Bravo. Uh, zero of 18 users found this helpful. I, I, I pulled the same review, and you got the good parts of it, but I also want to point out this guy mentioned... That he made a cup of tea. He, he loves tea, this guy. He, yes. he he mentioned that he had a cup of tea and that he made a second cup of tea, too. I'm like, dude, get over it. Put your tea down, you <laughs> dork. There's the tea. <laughs> and that's the tea. <clears throat> I, have a, I have a negative review from the Steam store, which says, and, and the name of the person who gave the review is Portal Woman 2.4 Hours on Record. 
It was an okay buildup, and it's a nice tutorial-like game for Portal 2, since most of the mechanics from that game came back. But I didn't like it since it was missing the fact it was long. The testing facility felt like the purgatory room between life and death. It was immensely boring. Just simple puzzles needed to be done. But everything beside it was okay. Not great, not bad. Don't recommend buying the game as a standalone and not buying Portal 2 afterwards since most missions were in the facility, not out. I give this game 4.5 out of 10, but it's also a game that came out in 2007, which could have made it harder to make or something. (laughs) I love when someone's critique of something is like the point of something. There's like, it just sort of feels like this weird purgatory you're trapped in. It's like, yeah, 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 that's what the game is doing. Like, that's <laughs> um, that's great. Uh, anyone have anything else? I have one. I mean, uh, similar to that, this guy on, on Metacritic, uh, he gave it a four. Michael Urban, very overrated. First of all, this game is unbelievably short. I kept waiting for all the training missions to end so I could play the game. But the training levels were the game. Like, yeah, you fucking no shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing. And then you have this gauntlet at the end where you escape and you use everything that you've learned. And that's super satisfying. Yeah. Ah, well, whatever. (laughs) Hey, that was Maybe We're Wrong. And I got a segment this week. I thought this would be fun. That's right. I've got a gaming-related quiz, and Heather and Matt will compete to top the leaderboard. It's another edition of You Don't Know Jack Off. So here's how this one, here's the premise of this one. In 2019, IGN published their list of the 100 best games of all time. The Portal series occupies two slots in the top 20. Portal is number 17. Portal 2, which they like more, is number four. Ding. So, yes, Heather? (laughs) Number four. Okay, that's not the quiz. (laughs) I'll get to it. I'm getting a little bit of setup. So Portal 2 is also the only non-Nintendo game in the top six. Numbers one, two, three, five, and six are all Nintendo first-party games. Wow. So the challenge is, can you name the five Nintendo first-party games in the top six of IGN's 100 best games of all time that accompany Portal 2? How does this work? Are we just going to start shouting games and whoever gets them... Or do we have yeah, to name start guessing. five? Yeah, no, no, just guess them one at a time. Well, you'll take do, turns how, guessing well, one at a time. I need to know what the win conditions are so I know what I'm <laughs> aiming gets, at. Who, we'll just, we're just going to try to get them all. Can you give us something that we have to guess first to determine who goes first and who goes second? Um, he can't. Okay. There's another Valve game in the top 20. Can, wh- whoever can guess that game first. Uh, Half-Life, Half-Life 2. I th- you, you said at the same time. I mean, this is- <laughs> it's Half-Life All right, two. how about this? How about let's just go back and forth. Let's go back yeah, and forth. Yeah, just go back and forth. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I'll go I'll go first and then you go. go ahead, well, and then if you get one wrong, it, there's no win. Can, there's no, con- we're just it. trying to get you the top six. can't fucking win this This game. is just fun. I hate this it. is just a collab. I shouldn't have set it up where it was a competition. It's not a competition. We're just going to try to see if you guys can guess the top six. I'm going to win, but it's not a competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Okay, great. (laughs) Super Mario 64. Wow. Super Mario 64 is not in the top six. It's number 10. Wow, okay. I'm going to go ahead and say, and this is like, hmm. 
Published in, in 2019. 2? They put Portal 2 above Super Mario 64. Uh, I haven't I haven't played Portal 2, as I said earlier, so I don't want to argue that. Maybe I'll agree after I play it, which I, I plan to do. But it's yes. And there they the have they have fuck? Portal 2 higher. I'm going to say wow. there's there's maybe some recency bias at play here. And because of that, I'm going to submit The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Matt, you are correct. The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild is number five overall. By the way, I had this wrong. Uh, Portal 2 is actually ranked number three, not number four. Wow. Jesus so Christ. it's number three. Uh, and then there are Nintendo first party games at one, two, four, five, and six. Uh, Matt, you just got the number five. So well done. Okay, Super Mario that, 3. Heather, you are correct. That's number six. Super Mario Brothers 3. The so second. That's, but that's below Portal 2. That I mean, in the in the IGN's ranking in 2019. Yes. Yes. Super Mario Brothers 3. Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild are six and five. Uh, Nintendo game at four, Portal 3 at three, and then two more the Nintendo games. Lists top like two. this are just designed to make readers angry so that they engage with the site. That's yeah. it. Just as a heads up, if I you think, are reading a list. Yeah. That, no, I mean, right. that was, I was, I was trailing off there <laughs> on purpose. I Maybe think, edit out everything I've said in this episode. No, Maybe just cut doing me great. from the episode. You're carrying us. You're doing great. I think that the, you know, this list came out in 2019. Mm -hmm. You know what else happened a little after that? This freaking pandemic. You're blaming the pandemic on the list? I'm just saying, we don't know. Mm. You know what else happened? Hmm. Biden won. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And Uh, Space Jam 2 is part of it as well. Yeah, that's also part of it. Um. Okay, so you guessed Mario 3. I'm, oh, fuck. So, so far, Super Mario 64, Super Mario Brothers 3, and The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild have all been guessed. They are all on this list, although Super Mario 64 is at the 10 spot, not in the top six. Is, I mean, I'm just going to guess it. Super Mario Odyssey. Mario Odyssey, not in the top 20. Okay, okay. Not in the top 20. This not list in is 20. insane. This is, a, this is a crazy list. Uh, you see some of the other items on the list. You're like, oh, okay. I can, okay. I, can I, okay. I, I, I see. First party Nintendo games. Yes. Best of all time. Mm-hmm. Well, one of them has to be Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time, not in the top 20. I'm what the fucking shit is this list? Apoplectic. Let, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me steer you just a little bit. We've we've touched on the the NES, we've touched on the Switch, we've touched on the Nintendo sixty four. There are some pieces of Nintendo hardware that have not oh yet. Oh my been god! It's gonna be it's discussed. gonna be fucking uh, Mario sixty four DS. Just kidding. Wii Sports. <laughs> it's gonna be like Wii Sports or some shit. Like oh look, Wii Sports, one of the best games of all time because like all the everybody could play it. No, no Wii games in the top 20, Ed, 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 interestingly. Is, okay, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. You are correct. Wow. Link to the Past, number two, just ahead of Portal 2. This is... The Super Nintendo Zelda entry. I'm Fucking great game. wedding Terrific game. I, I would put Breath of the Wild over Link to the Past. Who wouldn't? Uh, but Link to the Past is really fucking good. Well, make I mean, your own list. Well, maybe I will. <laughs> I'll save a spot for Portal 2. <laughs> how many how many do we have left? 
You have two left. You've got number six, number five, number two. I thought the segment was going to be fun, and you're just everyone's just angry. I'm so angry. I was angry. so excited to do this. I'm no, so it, angry. It's, I, it's a good segment. I, you know, we're just All mad. Right, ready? It's not, it's not anything to do with it. Yeah. Wait, that's not that's not Nintendo. I can't say it. They own the IP, but it's not Nintendo because it was developed by Game Freak. So you can't say Pokemon because right. Pokemon's not a Nintendo game. Yes, and and uh, there actually is not a Pokemon in the top twenty. Wow, Apodaca just threw his mic on the ground and broke <laughs> and j- jumped out his window. I'm gonna John Wick every <laughs> single one of these games. <laughs> uh, 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 Castlevania Symphony of the Night was. You know, in the, the, the third W this week, reference that in the third W, that's number 12 on this list. So how about that? All right, here we go. I got another that one. Right. Abadaka, you got one? No. Mario Kart. Oh, shit. Mario Kart, not in the top 20. Not in the what? top six. <laughs> that's everyone's favorite game. <laughs> Everyone loves Mario. Every single person on Earth loves Mario got- Kart. I get that, but at a certain point, you have to start bumping other games to make room for them. <laughs> like, it's like Mario Kart is great, but I, I look at this list and I'm like, I don't think I would I would bump any of these for Mario Kart. So I, I know I have the benefit of Yoshi's the Island. In front of me. Uh, here's the <laughs> Yoshi's Island. Not not here. You, the, the, so you, you're missing a couple of big ones on the Super <laughs> Nintendo. I'll, I'll give you that hint. Here's, here's what's funny about this list is I cannot place the mind of the writer. Like, I can't be like. Oh, okay, so casual games. That's it. No, because Portal 2 and Super Mario 3 and Link to the Past are like all crouched together in the center of what we're aiming at. But also Mario 64, not in the top, like it's not in the top five. And that game is classically considered one of the greatest games of all time, all the time. Mm -hmm. Nick, can I ask you a question? Yes. Is this list written by... Arthur Fleck, a.k.a. the Joker? (laughs) (laughs) Super Mario World. You are correct. Number one on this list. Wow, world number one over three. (laughs) Number one with a bullet bill. (laughs) This guy's about to go on Murray. What? (laughs) So it's... Wait, so the top three are Super Mario World, Link to the Past, and Portal 2? That is correct. <laughs> and and there is one Super Nintendo game, Nintendo first party game for the Super Nintendo still remaining in the top. <laughs> this, this person was born in 1992 and played Super Nintendo with their dad and it and then their dad died. So that's what's <laughs> happening here. It's like this this list represents it's such an insane list. Is it Donkey Kong Country? Not Donkey Kong Country. That's rare. That's rare. You can't. Oh, yeah. It can't be. You're right. It can't. Yeah, even if it was. This is an insane list. I don't have as much of a quarrel with this list. It is a little Nintendo top heavy, but I, you know, these are great games. For, but, here, but in the top five games of all time, no matter yes. how, what metric you use, Street Fighter has to be in that. It It is a creator of games. Mm-hmm. You can't not put Street Fighter in the top five. Don't mm. fu- he's don't you do mm. Nick fucking Weiger Nick Weiger don't <laughs> I think me. Nick wrote it this uh this list has Street Fighter 2 at number 15 um so you know okay. it's, the Street Fighter franchise is represented by the way there are a couple Pokemon games on here I looked at the full list Pokemon Go is 100 and uh Pokemon Yellow is at 35 <laughs> hmm. all okay. right one one more Super Nintendo Nintendo first party game 
that if that fills out the top pilot six wings. Here. <laughs> Not pilot wings. Uh, Missing a big franchise. F Zero. Fucking I don't. No. Is Star it? Fox. Not Star Fox. Not F Zero. <sighs> Doctor Mario. <laughs> is it? Um, is it Super Metroid? It is Super Metroid. You are wow. correct. Number four. Wow. You guys I, got him. That, I'm, wow. This is well, a window I'll say about that a, is wow. A puzzling mind. <laughs> this is a window in, so there's, by, there's just no, I, I mean this with love, mm-hmm. and I mean this with an open heart. There is no way six out of the top ten best games of all time are all on Super Nintendo. There's j- it well, doesn't you can't it's not. Well, it's 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 only three. Like it was Super Mario World, Legend of Zelda, Link to the Past, and and Super Metroid are the, are three of the top four. And then Breath oh, right, of the Wild is Switch Portal, and Mario, and then Breath of the Wild, yeah. and what was the other one? And Mario three is on NES. No, so okay, sure. Mar- that's the re- the time to- the window of time that this list represents is such a short window of time. Mm-hmm. And it ignores huge. I'm so angry about this list. <laughs> like, I don't think Zork is one of the best games of all time, but if it was in the top five, I'd be like justifiable. Like, sure. okay, sure. That tracks. Maybe it is because of what it created. Pong is definitely one of the greatest games of all time because it's fucking Pong. Like, mm-hmm. You can't don't hook. Huh, Nick Pong sucks. Fuck, Pong sucks. You know, fuck both of you. That's not true. <laughs> it's fine. It's it's just it's if, uh, you know they're if, they're, they're, they're it, Does air hockey suck? Fun. Does no. air hockey suck? No, because I probably what? have no slice of pizza or a brew dog or something. <sighs> God, I'm, I, I'm, I think I'd race. I rake like basketball and wrestling, a bunch of other sports over air hockey. So sure, boxing. Yes. If tennis? you gave me the if you gave me the choice between yeah, tennis. Pong and like reading a book, I'd probably pick up the book. Pong is tennis. Guys, it's not you can't it's <sighs> I'm sorry this upset everybody. Yeah, I was I'm... I wrote I came up with a segment <laughs> over the weekend. I was like, oh, this will be fun. We haven't done like just like a straight up guessing game and I thought that was interesting. That this was so loaded with Nintendo games. I think it, here's the thing. I thought it was, You're I thought right. that was kind of fun to guess. You're right. It, it is interesting, and maybe should be studied by 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 science. You know, get the good the bright the brightest minds on the case of what's going on here. Because uh, because wow. But uh, Look, I don't, don't even like. It, I don't like Super Smash Brothers. I don't like any of the Smash series. But if the most recent Smash with the 10,000 characters was on that list, that would make more sense to me. Because they'd be like, yeah, it represents the best of whatever that genre is of, like, party fighting game. Mm-hmm. These don't represent the best of any of the things. Oh, come on. They I don't. Kinda, now, it's now you're me just wanna, being a fuddy-duddy. It's, it's making me want to play Super Metroid, which I've not played before. Uh, but knowing that it's this highly ranked, I, I kind of want to kind of want to get involved. Yeah, Super I, Metroid is tremendous. It's so fucking good. I take I, Chrono Trigger over it on the Super Nintendo, but not much else. Wow, it's so fucking good. The, I don't know. These are good games. I'm sorry. I'm like, what? We'll move on. 
rest of the top like, 10, <laughs> Tetris number seven, Half-Life 2 number eight, Red Dead Redemption number nine, Tetris, uh, and then closing out with Super Mario 64. Tetris is... <sighs> Tetris, should, I mean, I, I, there's a case for Tetris is number one. I think that's just yeah, like, it's such a the only case. perfect design. Yeah. Yeah, every I, time well, you play Tetris, it's good. I'm, I like, I my stomach is full of acid. I am activated. I want to go out and fight somebody. I This okay. list made me furious. Oh, okay, we, won't, now. We, won't, we won't do this again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the question block. Ba-ding! All right. This one is from Dan Skizak on Twitter, and they write, you can set up two ends of a portal anywhere in the world. Where are they going? Fun question. That's a fun question. I know I know Weiger's answer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Get Played Pod. <laughs> Send us an email at getplaypod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 616-2PLAYED. That's 616-275-2933. Our music and engineering by the great Devin Bryant. You can follow him on Twitter at BaffleGabs. I'm crying. Matt, uh, what are we up to next week on the pod? Uh, Next week, we're going to be talking games and shit. See you then. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Goodbye, Bucket. Edge. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> 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 <laughs>